You are listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your host, Annika, and this is episode number one, Meet My Mom. Hi, I'm Annika, and my mom is kind of the best. This podcast is all about getting advice and having our questions answered by my mom. She's a certified life coach and my best kept secret. I'm not very good at sharing her, but for now, she's all yours. Let's go. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of our new podcast called I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom. This is a podcast I wanted to start because I have a really great mom and she gives really great advice. And I thought it'd be a great place for people to come and listen and get some motherly advice. Um, My mom is also a certified life coach, so we could also get some coaching tips and tricks like how to be more positive, how to be happier, how to control our thoughts. These are all really great things that I've just been able to learn from my mom that I thought we could share with other people. So I have my mom here with me. Mom, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Hi, so my name is Karen Edwards. Um, Like Annika said, I'm a certified life coach. I live in Las Vegas. And I have four kids. Annika is my oldest. And so she's up at college. So we do this FaceTime thing quite a bit. Lots of Zoom meetings. Um, Love living in Vegas. Love the desert. Love the heat. Grew up in snow. Never need to see it again in my life. (laughs) Um, I love... What else do I love, Annika? Mm, ice cream okay (laughs) ice cream I love my kids I love being a mom it's my favorite thing ever I took me a long time to be a mom I had to go through fertility for about seven years so Annika's the special spirit that answered all my dreams. I saved them. <laughs> she saved me. What can I say? And then we luckily had three more after Annika. She has a brother who's 19 and twin siblings, a boy and a girl that are 16, um, about to get their driver's licenses, and I couldn't be more excited. Oh, yeah. You're never going to have to drive them around again. Oh, you don't even... I know you're excited about that. I have a coaching friend who has a kid the same age as Holland and Kel. And she's like, I don't understand how you're so excited. I'm so scared for him to get, I'm like, yeah, this is proof to both of us that it's thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) That our thoughts create our feelings. Cause like, I can't wait for them to drive themselves. Yeah. And she's like, so doesn't want it. So kids driving doesn't cause anxiety (laughs) feel anything (laughs) so anyway um what else about me that's all I got so like I mentioned you're a certified life coach so do you want to kind of tell them like what made you want to be a life coach and maybe what life coaching is okay okay so I um about gosh maybe five years ago I started noticing that I was having anxiety a lot And at the time, I don't think I even knew that it was anxiety, right? And then I, 
And I noticed like I couldn't shut my brain off at night. I couldn't sleep. I had all these, you know, specific worries and realized I had anxiety. It took a long time, but luckily had a coaching friend who had a podcast. So I just started listening to her stuff, reached out to her, talked to her a little bit. Um, and it just really gave me some tools to be able to start understanding my anxiety and just having a little bit more awareness and power over it. Not that I could just, oh. Sorry, I just got to anyway. my mistake. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that will not um, be happening again. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so anyway, so, so that helped me. So coaching is when you're ready to really understand yourself more, you want to take your life to a new level. Okay, it's not therapy. Therapy is like something has happened and and you need to find out what, right? Like how it affected yeah. you. It's like I like to describe it kind of like, um, well, the way that it was described to me before I became a coach is like, you know, say you're on a, a soccer team as a player and your coach is helping you be the best soccer player you can, right? Like coaching you giving you the right exercises, right? Help you with your mindset, whatever. But then you're in a game and you break your leg. Okay, now you can't play like you were playing before. You got to go to the doctor. Okay, so that's how I like to explain the difference between therapy and coaching. Coach is like, you're doing good. Let's, let's, let's improve upon what what's working or, or let's like, there's, there's maybe some problems in your life that they're not like stopping you, right? Like you can still get up in the morning, you can still go to work, but you're just like, could, you want to be happier. Yeah. That would be a great way. That's a great thing that a coach can help you with, right? Because your feelings all are all coming from your thoughts. So a coach is outside of you and can talk to you about the things that you're believing and thinking and help you see what's going on. And because they're not in, so like most life coaches have a coach. Yeah. You need someone on the outside to help pull you out of the water, right? Yeah. You don't want someone who's in the water with you. You can't get each other out. So, so even coaches have a coach. That's, that's what I love about it. Yeah. But a therapist is where you go because there's got to be major healing done. There's been a tragic thing that you can't move past, right? A coach would be like the person you go to after therapy. Yeah. Like you're now like to a point where you're functioning. Now you're ready to, to create a better life for yourself or reach some goals. But um, yeah, so that's kind of in a way to look at therapy is like you got to go to the right source for healing. I think. Right? So a doctor, a, a, a coach, a soccer coach isn't going to be able to heal your broken bone. Yeah. I think that's a really good way to explain it actually because – when I tell, like, roommates or friends that I, like, am going to get coached because we coach once a week, they're always like, oh, what? What even is that? And I I don't even know how to explain it. I'm like, I don't know. And so I feel like that's a really good way to explain it because it's not like I need therapy and I'm, like, going to a therapist. Well, well that's <laughs> objective. <laughs> just kidding. No, but Annika, you should just explain, like, when we coach, what, what happens? Just, yeah. So people who don't know anything, like, what do you, how does it start? I tell you my like, problem. Like, explain, like. I, yeah. I'm in a really bad mood, and I tell you all my issues. 
and then you just listen and nod your head and every single time you're nodding your head and I know you're like about to drop a bomb on me you're about to be like because I can't wait to show yeah like it's it's just really fun to help someone process their thoughts because it's so fun to show people that they're not always true and she, every time we coach, Annika comes with like, can't wait to get me on board with how awful someone is or how rude someone is. And I get to show her that like, that was just a thought and like, what's the fact, yeah. right? And we, so it's just fun to be able to process things that you're believing. Yeah. And it's, it gives you freedom. It gives you empowerment. Like I can make anything mean whatever I want. Yeah. And I can, so, like, it's cool. We have fun. We do have fun. I love to prove her wrong all the time. We have so much like fun. like, my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your hardest client. What can I say? <laughs> uh, it's fun. So, okay. So, I kind of wrote down some questions that I thought maybe people would just generally have. And so, I was thinking for this first episode, we could just kind of go over the questions and stuff that I came okay. up with. Uh, so, the first question I had. Oh. Well, the first question I had was, why did you start life coaching? But um, never mind, because you already answered that. Okay, but I also was going to – I kind of didn't finish. Okay. The other thing is – so I was really helped, right? Yeah. And I thought I was good, but then I kind of just kept getting this – well, my son, so your youngest brother, um, mm-hmm. started having anxiety too and, and kind of low self-esteem anxiety. And so I had been really praying – how can I help him? How can I help him? How can I help him? And, and I, um, I was doing better. Um, and then I felt like that I should maybe become a life coach. And then I pushed it away for a good four months. Yeah. I don't want I do, I'm too busy as a mom. I don't need to spend that much money. And I really pushed it away. But in the but I kept also praying to know what to do to help my son. <laughs> you know, like I, I had some tools that I had learned, but you know, he's younger. And so it's hard that you have to teach them a different way. And I didn't really have those skills. I knew what worked for me, but he's a lot younger than me. Right. So he thinks differently. Yeah. His brain works differently than mine. So anyway, push it away, push it away, push it away. And finally my husband's like, just do it already. Like you obviously need to, because it's not going away. So I registered and got all situated to go to life coach school. And the next week, um, my son, I had him tested again for his ADHD because we did it in fourth grade. And I figured, you know, as a teenager, it would probably be a good idea to get him tested again. And like the day after I signed up to go to school, my, that his, therapist that we did the testing with called and said, Hey, you know, I don't know like if this is possible, but I recommend that you get him in with some kind of a thought or like a coach that helps him process his thoughts. And I just started crying (laughs) because I had pushed it away so much. And here, like it was that, that was the answer. And so it's, it's awesome to be able to work with my kids and to help them and feel like I'm a better resource than just falling into the water with them yeah and we both are drowning now I feel like I actually have some ways to help them you know get out and I feel like we've all been helped by it and it's also really nice because I can sometimes I can be like okay mom time like just cry with me right now and then sometimes I can Mm -hmm. be like okay you got to get me out of this time to be couched and Mm -hmm. so it's nice Mm because I get like both I just get to pick what one I want yeah 
So, yeah. okay, yeah. So, another question I had was, what are your thoughts about being happy all the time? Ooh. Because I think, <laughs> don't mind me, I just dropped everything. Okay. Um, because I think a lot of people, especially up here at school, they have this idea mm-hmm. that something's wrong with them if they're not happy all the time. And mm-hmm. so I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts about being happy all the time. First, before I answer that question, your sunglasses I knew you. are making me so happy. I knew you were right going to say that. Because the way the way they're sitting on your head looks like you have like a, one of those cat Stop. ear headbands that like <laughs> little girls wear, and it's so cute. I can't take the sunglasses off because it's holding all my hair back, and my hair is like crazy right now. It just it just brings back three year third grade vibes, and it's making me want to cry. Oh my anyway, thank you. Okay, sorry. Back to back to the question. Yeah. Okay. What do I think about that, being happy all the time? No, I can't unsee it. <laughs> Don't touch I him. can't unsee it. Leave, no. it, leave him alone. Okay. Leave him alone. We'll keep it's, it. It's making me happy. Speaking of happy, <laughs> it's making me happy. Okay, so here, here's, here's what I think about that. If you want to know how to cinch you being unhappy, okay, is to think, I should be happy. Yeah. Okay, that thought, I should be happy right now, is the most unhappy thought ever. That is the problem, okay? So think about that, should. Number one, I'm terrible. That's what this implies. When, you, when you're like, I should be happy, well, then you're obviously, something's wrong with you, right? Like, what's wrong with me that I can't be yeah. happy right now? So, so this pressure to be happy, it's just not going to even be possible to feel happiness with that pressure, right? Um, Being happy is really awesome, but that is not why we're here, okay? We're here, obviously, like everybody has different beliefs, but obviously this is a test, right? We're supposed to be learning. Yeah. Okay, if we were supposed to be happy all the time, then we would not have the feeling of sad, or the feeling of frustrated in our body, right? If we were supposed to be happy all the time, then we wouldn't have the other feelings. So, so my thoughts about that are you're not supposed to. But learning how to feel the other feelings and accept them, that's happiness, right? Yeah. It's knowing that you can handle any feeling. And, and also... If you didn't have sad, right? If you didn't have rejection, would you even know what happy is? If we just felt happy all the time, would you even know? You wouldn't. It would just be normal. And you wouldn't really understand what it, that was. It would just be a normal, everyday feeling. Yeah. So it's a special feeling to let you know stuff, yeah. right? It's a gift. And so... When you think of it that way, you're like, wow, the negative feelings actually play a part because they help me recognize happy. So every feeling plays a role. It's like we were given every like we were given those feelings for a reason. Like everything that our bodies have serves a purpose. The only thing <laughs> that doesn't is men's nipples. I don't know what that's for. 
But yeah, Everything no one understands that, that came with our bodies. <laughs> I think just so they don't feel left out. Maybe or that has to be what it is. Because why? <laughs> why are those there? <laughs> um, we're super mature. Also, oh yeah. I don't know if you told. In case everyone was wondering. Um. Um. So yeah, like everything that came with our body is for a purpose. So I, I should be happy right now. What's wrong with me? Yeah. You're, that means you're like, you didn't create you. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you're taking on way too much credit. You, You didn't create yourself and what you were given serves a purpose. It's just learning how to use it, to use those feelings to learn. Yeah. Right. That might have been a little more than you were well, looking for. Well, no, so. that was really good. And, like, in the past, before I knew that, if I was ever sad or had a negative-ish feeling, or in my head I thought it was mm-hmm. negative, like I was feeling lonely or sad, I would get all this anxiety because I'm like, I'm not supposed to be feeling sad. I'm not supposed to be mm-hmm. feeling this. And it was so stressful. And then once I learned mm-hmm. that happy isn't the only feeling that you're supposed to be feeling all the time it's okay to feel sad about something do I want to be happy if someone gets hurt no I want to be sad with them and like realizing that really took away a lot of pressure pressure yeah Mm -hmm. and I was really Mm -hmm. able to just like what's wrong with me exactly because because like there's normal pain right like in the world and so if if you what happens is we we fight that when it's not fightable. There's negative things in our world that cause pain, yeah. right? People die. People have accidents, right? Mm-hmm. So, so what happens is we feel pain, and then we, we, we add on top of it, what's wrong with me because I'm not happy. And then it just creates instead chaos. Of, instead, of just going, instead of just allowing the pain and, and feeling it and learning, like, what is it telling you? Sometimes it's telling you you really love someone, right? You're feeling pain because you really love them and they got hurt. Or it's teaching you something else. But when you add on, what's wrong with me? I can't feel happy. I can't get out of this feeling of pain. Now you're into suffering. Yeah. And that is what is not necessary. Right. Pain is a necessary part of life. But like this this not accepting it and fighting it and avoiding it and resisting it creates suffering. That's That doesn't need to be there. So that's something that I work with my clients a lot yeah. on. They're like... That is where a lot of people find a lot of, of peace of mind is when they realize that I don't have to suffer on top of the pain. Yeah. So that's a big one. Yeah. It's, it changes when you start thinking, okay, it's okay if I feel this. And then once you think that, you're like okay with being sad for five minutes instead of like going to the next thing. Speaking of going to the next thing and trying to distract yourself, this was another question I was going to ask you. Um, what it like? Maybe explain what buffering is. Oh, okay, that's, a that's big something. Yeah, word that's that a word we're going to. Annika be saying. likes to throw out. There. I love to use that word because I love to do it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay, so buffering it goes along with what we were talking about because buffering is when you don't like how you're feeling. So you're going to, which is happening inside of your body. So you're going to go outside of your body to find a way to be happy. Okay. So really good examples. Overeating. 
It's a top for Karen. Oh, it's my favorite one. Oh, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about me being a Karen. Oh darn! Everyone, her name's Karen, but she's not a Karen. Okay, <laughs> that's what we had Thank to say. You. About I wanted that. you to make sure everyone knew that I'm not, but I reserve the right to be if I need yes, to. Yes, she can be a Karen if she doesn't eat <laughs> as soon as she wants to. But other than that, she's not a Karen. Don't be scared. Speaking of buffering, let's get back to the buffering and eating. Okay, so, 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 and, and like everyone will have their little go tos overeating, over drinking. What's mine? Um, pornography. What's mine? Video games. That's um, not let's mine. see, Annika, yours is shopping. Shopping. 100%. It has to be shopping. Annika will, Annika can always find some joy when she spends money. Yeah. My money. Only your money. If it's my Super money, it's really me. sad. Oh my gosh. Anyway. So yeah, buffering is when you are reaching outside of yourself to something external so that you can avoid what's happening inside. Okay. So, so, and, and people will sometimes say to me, or like, like, how do I know? Like if this is bad, like buffering is buffering because there's a negative effect in the end. So Buff, you know that you're eating, you're, you're using food as a buffer if you're gaining weight. If there's a negative effect, yeah. then you know it's overdoing it. If you know it's a buffer if in the end result isn't what you want or it's not, you know, serving yeah. you, then you're using it something. So, so, like, eating is not buffering. It's when you're eating so that you can feel better. That's buffering. Yeah. And so, shopping isn't bad. But if you're doing it to feel better. Well, if there's something you need and you plan to right. go buy. But if it's coming off of, like, this urge all the time just to, like, get a little bit of, like, a boost, maybe yeah, it's not the best. a little, yeah. Which is what it yeah. is. And then, and then what's the negative effect, Annika? I don't have any money. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so we're learning. We but, are yeah, learning. I thought that'd be good to kind of explain what buffering was. Um, yeah. Okay, this is... I, I was kind of struggling with how to word this question, so maybe you'll understand when I say it. Let me know if it makes sense. But I was wondering, okay. like, how do I know why something's bothering me? Like, how how can I figure that out? Because I feel like that's something that I'll struggle with and I'll kind of go to you with a lot is I'm like, oh, this is really bothering me that someone said this or it's really bothering me that this happened but why is it bothering me like I'm kind of confused like I feel like mm -hmm. that's something I struggle with a lot yeah I, I and that's usually how our coaching starts yeah that's how most of my clients start their coaching session yeah um and that is what's so great about finding a coach for yourself because they are on the outside so they really can help you clearly find why yeah coaches are trained to know the right questions to ask they know how to guide you to what you're really thinking. And it's so, I just love it so much. I love, like, whenever I, even with you, Annika, like, you, sometimes you'll, something will bother you, and we'll start digging, but you'll want to give the pretty answer <laughs> that, that shines you in a good light. Like, how they're the devil, you know? And I, all I did was this. You know, yeah. and it's like so fun to like help people see really what's happening, yeah. that, that their thoughts are not true yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's just, 
it, it's not to prove people wrong. It's just to help you clearly see what's coming from a thought and what's clearly being created. And that's why you're not finding peace about it. Because this is a big one. When you think something over and over and over, it's now a habit. Like it's like a belief, right? So like at a certain time of thinking something, at a certain, and I'm totally not saying this right, but after so many times of thinking something, you no longer are questioning the truth of it. It's now to you a fact, okay? And it's like now a belief. And scientifically, if I could show you your brain, you would see like a literal neuropathway. And every time this topic comes up that's regarding that thought, your brain's like, sweet, we already got the path already drawn. I don't even have to make any effort. Yeah. Um, so it it's becomes a habit, just like biting your fingernails. So it's, that's what coaching is. A coach helps you break those thinking habits that really you just, your brain just found evidence for it so that you could be right. Yeah. Because the biggest thing that I love to tell people is that your brain wants to be right more than it wants to be happy. Yep. Yep. And I love I love the analogy you give of like snow tracks. Like oh, there's yeah. tracks in the yeah. snow. Okay, so yeah. yeah. Do you want me you, you No, say you it. say it. Let's see if you remember uh, it good. No, you say it. Okay. This is a lot of pressure. Because <laughs> I'm not a coach. I don't know how to say it. Let's just um, see. I just want to see how, how well you learned so it. So, like, when you're thinking something, uh, it's like tracks in the snow. And to stop thinking that, you're going to have to, like, re-walk back and make new tracks in the snow. So, it takes a little bit before you just... You can't just be like... You can't think, oh, I don't like the way my hair looks natural. It looks ugly natural. That's something that I thought for a really long time. And then it's not like one coaching session I can be like, okay, I'm going to start thinking it's really cute. All of a sudden, I love my hair natural. Yeah, I'm going to start thinking it's gorgeous now. I have to like, every single time I start to think, oh, it looks not that good, I have to like watch myself and make new tracks. And after I do that for a while, the tracks get deeper and the other tracks start to go away. And then it becomes a natural thing for me to be like, oh, I actually really like how my hair is kind of wavy right now. And then it just yeah. becomes more natural for me to think that. But but to even but to even get you to a place to even consider that you're you might be wrong about your natural mm-hmm. hair, we had to go in and question, see what the thought was created. There's a lot of work we did in between those two beliefs. Yes. Right. It wasn't and, just a snap so, your like, fingers. Yeah, like we had to do work on that because we had to see that she just found evidence for something. If she would have thought something else, she would have found evidence for that. So, so, but yeah, like, so just picture your brain covered in snow and you, every time you think something, every time you think the same thing over and over again, it's just deeper tracks, deeper tracks. So you're going to have to start creating new tracks, which your brain is going to fight because that means more work, more energy, but it's not that big. It's not that hard. But once you do it, you're like, that is exactly, that is exactly how we, we, that is like retraining your brain. Mm -hmm. You have to take one thing at a time and start going, wait, I don't like what this thought is creating in my life. I got to work on this thought and it takes work. And that's what a coach does is helps you figure out how to think something new. Yeah. 
And it's a lot, but then once you get it, you're like, wow, that was making me so sad. And I thought it was a fact. And it wasn't even a fact, it was just a thought that I was thinking. It's crazy. Yep, yep. That's a good example, though. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my gosh, maybe I should be a coach. <laughs> you can just get okay. off now, Mom. I'll give them the rest of the <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's time to go buffer anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's time to eat Loki. I'm starving. Um, okay. This is the last question I'm going to have for you. Um, what are little tips and key things that you do to stay positive? Okay. Um, well, I do a lot of things yeah. that it would be because, like, I have life coach training and then I've done some other um like, other training like specific specifically like positive intelligence type mm-hmm. stuff um but you know I meditate it's a big one I'm a I'm a huge fan of meditation um I think that just not necessarily like people think that meditation is sometimes I think they don't understand that it's really is just stopping your normal negative thinking like because we're, we're our, our brains are wired negatively so unless you're choosing unless you're really good at being intentional and mindful your brain will just go into default mode and you won't even know you're in it it's just it's just brain runs itself but we just people don't understand they have the power to override the default mode and choose how they're going to think today so what i love about meditating um is that it forces that default mode to pause so it can't run away with you too much if you're meditating periodically yeah. right you're, you're stopping the dialogue for a few minutes because you're now focused on one of your senses yeah so i i have a in my um in my instagram i on one of my reels i have like i've done like some people have never done it and it's not like religious it is literally like helping your brain to take a break from the negative dialogue that, that, you know, from the negative default mode and giving yourself an opportunity to choose a new way to think. It's like, sometimes you're just so in it. You don't even know you're in it. Sometimes I, sometimes I'm really good at like thinking intentionally. And then I'll just not even know that I, I, the switch flipped into default mode and I'm just been running on default mode. And I, and sometimes I don't know it until I feel a negative feeling. And I'm like, oh, hold up, hold up. You know, like I'm in default mode right yeah. now. And so I, and so meditating is a great opportunity to just shut that down. And if you're a meditator and you're just meditating and not necessarily when you need it, just on a regular basis, you're periodically shutting that negative mode down. And it does, it's not as powerful because you're interrupting it a lot. Yeah. That's really, I don't even know if that made no, sense. No, it did. But it did. But, it, but but for people who, who don't oh, want to meditate. So, so anyway, but if you go to my Instagram, uh, I do have a reel that kind of is a, for beginners. It's a five-minute meditation just to teach you what it even is. It's an IGTV and video, you could, not a reel. Yeah, thank you, Annika. Just thank you. let's be accurate. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'm old. Oh, I forgot to mention. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you forgot to tell them that part. Anyway, so, okay, so that, that would be a good place to start. And then, okay, so that's something I do. Um, I also do a lot of um, thought downloads, which is something that we can talk about in the future yeah. that Annika's really good at. I've gotten good at it. So before, be, before it's, it's basically just like 
looking at your brain like it's a purse and just dumping the crap out. Mm-hmm. And just write down we're sit every thought and decide mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and decide what you're we're going to keep in your purse. What does it not need to be yeah. there? Like, why am I carrying around? I don't even have an right. example. Yeah. Of some well, you'll just be that I carry around for you'll years. be so surprised when you you're writing your thoughts and you're like, whoa, I'm actually thinking that. Yeah. Like, like my purse literally has this bath and body lip gloss from like, I swear, 2000 and you don't need it anymore. It's actually <laughs> going to give you, like, problems. And it's, like, leaking, you know? and it's making my whole purse, like, sticky and clammy, yeah. I swear. But that's an example. Like, go through your thoughts and figure out, like, what's even in yeah. here. Yeah. So that's that's something that I do on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and it's really nice to just stay on top of your purse. Yeah. You know, and what's in there and what you need to work on and what you need to get rid of and all that good stuff. Yeah. And that's just a great, those are great things to just start with. When you just start seeing your negative, either like doing a quick little meditation and just kind of turning your brain off for a second, or just writing down every single thought you're having in that moment. And it sounds so weird. The first time you told me that, I was like, I know what thoughts I'm having. So why would I write them down? Like I can, I know what I'm thinking. Well, and, and, but you were way more open to it than me. When That's I true. first started, um, when I went to life coach school, that was a, that was part of our home. Like I had to, I had to like prove that I was doing it, you know? And I really, that was, I had a lot of resistance because to be honest, I didn't want to know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I am a good avoider and I did not even want to know what is going on in my yeah. head. So it was very hard for me to start doing that and seeing it written on paper. But when you see it written on paper, you see it's just a thing that you created. It's not even real or true. And, it, and it's just a, it's just, it's just a, a, a phrase yep. that you came up with that's, that your brain just offered. It's not true. It's just when you realize how much your brain is trying to, res- trying to keep you safe and protected and look for danger you start understanding where a lot of these negative thoughts come from and do not believe for a second that someone who's positive does not have negative thoughts okay it's don't why can't i be like them why can't i have a client who's always like karen i just can't think like you i'm like girl you don't even know you don't see her on her negative like i you'd be surprised how much we think alike i just i just process my thoughts so um yeah yeah that's, there's a lot, but yeah. It's so good. But yeah, I do the work. I, I just know that if I don't, my negative brain will take over. So that's the biggest thing is I have learned that like my negative, every, I have a negative brain. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. Every human has yep. one. And it's really given me an opportunity to just have grace for myself. Everyone has default mode. I don't care who you are. You could be the most positive person in the world. You've just learned how to work with your brain. That's what that means. You still have the thoughts. You just have learned how to use your brain correctly. It's like one of my favorite quotes I've ever come up with because I used to do photography. I still love photography, but one of my favorite things that like really connected for me is like your, your mind is literally like a camera. Once you learn how to use it in all of its settings, all your life will be in focus. Yeah. Right. Like when I first started photography, my pictures were all out of focus. Why? Because I was in automatic mode because I don't know how to use the mouse. Yeah. I don't know how to do manual. Right. But when I went and I learned all the different settings and that I could change my light and I could change my depth and I could change this, my pictures 
are so much better. Yeah. And when I was taking pictures on automatic mode, there's flat, look like, might as well just be using a normal phone camera. But when you really learn all of the ways your brain works, your life can be in focus all the time. I love that quote. I love that. Thank you. You're smart. No, I love that. Thank you, little thing. <laughs> I think that's so good. Oh, man. It's like I just want to ask you so many more questions, but we'll save it for next time. Um, okay. But thank you, Mom, for being here. You're like our little celebrity. This is fun. I'm excited. Ooh, this is so I'm fun. I'm excited about this. This is so And fun. thank you for doing all the work because I don't know if I would have. I just, you know, I try to really just focus on my clients and stuff like that. And stuff like that. And so I love that you're willing to do this and I'll just oh, yeah. come and visit yes. and you can bring whoever and it'll be fun. Yeah. And sometimes we can even just coach if you want. I know. Like we can yeah. just do a coaching session. People can, I think it would be great to show people what coaching looks like. Yeah. We should so. just record one of our coaching sessions one okay. time. Um, but yeah, it's like every single time we have a conversation like this, I'm like, Oh, I wish someone could have heard that. And so it's cool because now it's like other people can kind of hear like advice and stuff that you give me. So that was really good. I love the idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see you next time. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Love you.